I'll come back. 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 So you guys want to make funny faces at us? <laughs> <laughs> you go right in. You could be sitting there just sticking your tongue at us, and we'd have to keep a straight face. It'd be great. <laughs> okay. Um, first and foremost, before we get started, um, do we have permission uh, vocally to uh, use your guys' answers um, in an article to share with our fans? Of course. Yes. Okay. Where are you guys from? I'm sorry. Can you tell? Um, our, we are the Barcast. We okay. are a 100% community-driven podcast awesome. um, where uh, people who donate to us and all of our advertisement revenue is given to horse rescue charities, specifically oh, Red Wings Horse Sanctuary uh, in mid uh, Middle California. We support a uh, horse named Little Bit. And what we've came today with are questions from the people who regularly listen to our show mm -hmm. that I want to ask you guys. Typically, we're asking individuals in the community. Today's a very special day for us. So um, I'm going to start with a sweet question that was sent in to us. Um, you have my permission as well. Oh, yeah, oh. permission. Great. Yeah, you <laughs> and, oh, uh, would you sorry, like to ask like them to introduce in the themselves? Oh, yes, please. Um, our nerves. Uh, please just very quickly introduce yourself so they can hear your voice. Uh, I'm Brian Holfeld. I'm a writer on season eight and season nine of My Little Pony Friendship is Magic. Hi, I'm Nicole Dubuque. I've been executive producer and story editor on My Little Pony seasons eight and nine. My name is Maurice LaMarche and I'm a voice actor and I had the privilege of playing uh, Chancellor Nese in season eight of My Little Pony. Wonderful. Um, I'm going to lead us off with our first question. Obviously, My Little Pony is not only an ongoing series that has inspired children of both genders for generations, but uh, over the last decade has inspired a wide array of uh, um, children and adults alike. Um, so our question to you is, when you were young, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a superhero. <laughs> I love the I love the cartoon show Hercules, the nineteen sixty three one that goes Hercules, hero of song and story. And I just wanted to be able to put on a ring and be stronger and save people and all that sort of thing. So that's what that's what I wanted to be when I was really young. And then uh, then a gourmet cook, I wanted to be a, a, a chef, and then uh, finally I realized that I wanted to make people laugh for a living. And that you do. Yeah, for sure. I think for a while I really wanted to be a vet, um, and also a griffin. <laughs> Not necessarily in that order. Um, but yeah, no, I, I really didn't even consider writing for animation until I was kind of offered this opportunity to write a script, and then suddenly it was like all the pieces of my life came together, and it was like, of course that's what you're going to do, because I love animation, and I like telling stories, and... Uh, and Pony is so much fun for both of those things because, you know, we've got all these fantastical creatures, which has always been my jam. So, uh, I just remembered that I would practice lip syncing to Al Jolson records when I was about six years old in the mirror. <laughs> I, How'd that so I guess, for you? Well, uh, you know, I could have made a career out of lip syncing Al Jolson if <laughs> somebody were hiring for that. But instead, I actually, when I was like in grade school, I went, I wanted to be a senator when I grew up. I was going to run for public office. Oh. And then I came to my senses. Uh, <laughs> but I think I've always known, I grew up watching movies, uh, and I always, always wanted to be involved in the film or TV industry, and, and then I you know, started writing. Wonderful. 
Um, from the voice acting side of things, uh, I know that you've had to imitate other people's voices before, and when doing that, is it something where you're watching a lot of them, watching the way their face moves, or is it something you can hear and internalize and imitate? It's all, it's all of that. Um, I, I, I watch uh, very often you know, the, where, where the mouth placement is on a celebrity I'm trying to imitate, uh, but I also go just by sound so that I can learn it audio only. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's all of those things. Uh, body language, if I do, like for instance, Peter Falk, I'll, I'll sometimes just kind of lean forward and drop one shoulder and cross my eye and suddenly I'm Columbo or I'm the grandfather in, uh, in uh, The Princess Bride. So that, I've answered your question as you wish, I hope. Wow. <laughs> can you. I just can I jump in on that because Mo yes. is amazing, first of all. And I think this was a story that Ginny McSwain told us about when you guys were working on Bobby's World, is this correct? Oh, okay. And they wanted you to do a voice from Jurassic Park and you hadn't seen the movie yet. So they sent you to go see the film. Is that the case? Um that wasn't I, it wasn't Bobby's World, but it was, was it? I do remember it was something. Yeah. Uh, yes, and I ran out during the session. During the session. During the session. <laughs> watched watched uh was it Goldblum? Yeah, it was your Jeff Goldblum, oh, yeah. Uh -huh. And then came right back. And then, of course, and he nailed it because he had just like, all right, I see it, I got it, because he's such a professional. From one time seeing Jeff Goldblum? Yes, and then it fell out of my ears. I've never done Jeff Goldblum again. So, <laughs> no yeah. But, you know, I, again, it's uh, what makes Mo and what makes all the great voice actors good at what they do is they're actors first. And then they've trained themselves to use their voices, but without the acting ability, without the ability to bring a different character, to bring your emotions to it, um, you know, then it's just voiceover. So um, I think that you know, not all. I mean, that was Peter Falk. You know, it was it was internally Peter <laughs> he Falk. He came well. into the room with us. Just yes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. All right. Well, our next question is, uh, who do you think is the best villain in the show, and why? Huh. That's a good question. I mean, I have a personal favorite villain, um, and then, I don't know, okay, so Discord isn't really a villain anymore, per se, but he will always hold a very special place in my heart. He's one of my favorites. Um, I'm very excited that I got to create Cozy Glow, because she's been a lot of fun. Oh. Um, I don't know, Pony has such great villains, it's hard to pick. You got a fave? I think Cozy Glow, just because it was such a great reveal, and such a turnaround, it was like, you know, all about Eve with <laughs> my little pony. And of course, I think I know who yours is. Maybe. Cozy Glow. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, as I'm sure everyone here is very well aware, the series is winding down. Um, now that it's ending, do you find you're more excited to move on to something new? Or do you find you're more sad that this is going away? You know, I can tell you when I was writing um, Uprooted, I was crying. I mean, because it was. It's so hard to say goodbye to this world and think about all the people it's touched. And so I kind of put that, I tried to put that anyway in the song that I wrote about the idea that even though this chapter may be closing, we'll always have what we've built together and it can, it can live on in, in new ways through us. So yeah, I'm very sad to say goodbye. It's a, it's a great world. Yeah, I have nothing to add to that. That was well stated. I, do, I really do like the way that, that episode sort of set up the end of the show not only as a show but as a, a cultural experience you know you're speaking to that and like telling the fans don't worry you know it's gonna it's gonna live on even if it's not on the air anymore 
I, I only got to play a little while in the kindest, gentlest sandbox in all of Cartoondom. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm sad to know it might be coming to an end. I would have loved to come back. But uh, you know, this is it. This is the nature of life. Life is a series of, series of lettings go, of, of moving on and saying goodbye to that and remembering it. So, yeah. Nine years is a good run. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Are there any, other than The Simpsons, are there any other animated yeah, shows do you guys know? Uh, Futurama. How long was Futurama? Well, oh, for Futurama, seven, seven seasons, uh, but interspersed over 14 years. Yeah, that was so years. We're about due for another resurrection, hopefully uh, someday. Love you. Love to see you back at I'd love to, mm-hmm. love to do it. In the meantime, I'm enjoying doing Disenchantment, Matt's new show. Yeah. On Netflix. I'm enjoying that a lot. And it's a wonderful show. Just on seasons three and four, so. That's Thank great. you for telling us that. Well, just as we've, you've opened the door, we've opened the door. We must close it now, and that's all the time that we have. Thank you so much for taking the time to answer our users' questions, and we really hope that you guys have a rest of a wonderful convention weekend. Thank, thank you very much. Thanks for having us, yes. and thank you for all the work you do with the charity. We really yes. appreciate that. Oh, thank you. Yes. Cut. <laughs>